Hey, good evening. It's uh, October 3rd, 2023. I'm Kelly. That's all you need to know. Hey, I want to talk to you about uh, an incident that the hags keep bringing up. And uh, I know what their ulterior motive is. It's to uh, <clears throat> divide the community as they are pretty adept at doing. And, you know, for the last year, it was about the elections. Uh, it's been about uh, boycotting uh, Matt Ort. It's been a, a variety of things, and they never run out of things to pull out of their um, quiver. But uh, lately, this uh, thing with the uh, Ocean Pines Police Department and the handling of weapons um, <clears throat> and the break-in, uh, they're trying to garner sympathy uh, and you know what their intention is to get people angry demand that John Viola be fired demand changes on the board this is all just sticking the finger in their faces the management not just Viola uh, but those that work for him you know it's just uh, they don't stop look I put a, um, a thing on my page today, and I said I listened to the whole podcast, and I felt sorry for the guy. I do. I don't, I don't enjoy seeing uh, a father, a husband, a family man lose their job. I don't. And he did put 37 years in. But you know what? When I was on, they used to say that uh, one off fuck can ruin five attaboys. And the way this was handled was totally inappropriate, unprofessional, and actually illegal. Those guns were not turned over to the chief for him to have. They were turned over to the chief in a, an official capacity with the Ocean Pines Police Department. If they were given to him, then why would he have logged, or why would he have had his officer log the property in and send it to the property room. She could have given those guns to him in his home. He could have cleared them, did background on them, made sure they weren't used in a crime. He said she was a friend. But by the fact that she gave it to him as the chief of police to the Ocean Pines Police Department, that's not his property, and it's not his to uh, discretionary approve for officers to take home. Absolutely not. You know, about a month ago, I found a wallet up on 81st Street I, as I was picking up trash with this volunteer group I belonged to. And the wallet had $1,600, or actually $1,100 in U.S. currency, and it had $900 in currency that was actually from Thailand. It had all the ID in it and uh, credit cards. So I went back. I, I showed the people I work with that I found this wallet. And I could have turned it in, but I didn't. I went back. I looked him up on Spokio, and he had a San Francisco driver's license. And this was found here down in 81st Street in Ocean City. But he was totally off the grid. 
But Spokio lists his relatives, and uh, his wife was listed, and I couldn't find a number for her. But it did list a brother, and the brother lived in, uh, I believe, Crofton. So and I, I got the number. So I called the brother, and I said, um, he answered the phone, and I said, I told him who I was. I found Jason's wallet. And he goes, oh, my God, we're down here now looking for it. We're going out of our mind. I said, are you down in Ocean City with him? He goes, yeah. So uh, he put his brother on the phone, and the brother said, uh, I said, listen, I hated to go through it, but it had $1,100 in cash, and it had some foreign money. He goes, that's exactly right. And uh, so I said, well, he says, I'll come pick it up. I said, no, I'll bring it to you. So I went down there to 81st Street and met him. His father and his brother came out, and they, uh, the father hugged me. And uh, the guy kept thanking me. He says, you know, listen, I'm with the FBI. And uh, he was the legal attache for the uh, U.S. Embassy in um, Thailand. And he gave me his card, and he said, if there's anything I can ever do for you, call me. Now, I found that wallet, and it had all his ID in it. It wasn't mine to keep. Those guns weren't anybody's to keep. They should have never been used. They should have never been taken out of the property room. There was no reason for it. And this is why we're in the situation we are in today. I'm sorry that the chief lost his job over it, but you're the chief. You are the HMFIC. And if you allow your subordinates to control you, you have no control of the department. The answer should have been no. They don't leave the property room. No, you can't keep them in your car. No, you can't take them for target practice. Ocean Pines has a budget for ammunition. They have a, a timeline for this. You just can't go in there and say, I'm going to use this AR-15 for target practice to hone my skills. It's not the way you do it. You use the equipment that is issued, and that's it. I couldn't bring my own guns to the range for qualification. I could only bring what I was issued. And an off-duty revolver, I had to qualify with that. But you don't just take an AR-15 or whatever the hell the weapon was, or weapons, out of the property room and use them on the range. Not good. So the point of this podcast is not to litigate what happened to the chief. I, I feel bad for him. I uh, I hope he recovers. I really do. It's uh, It's a tough situation. But the purpose of this podcast is that don't lose sight of the fact that the hags are behind this. They're driving this. And they want to get, now they want to get public sympathy and the public to get up in arms like they tried to do last summer against entities in our community. Amenities, I should say. Don't let them fool you. And if this time next month or the next podcast, it'll be some other issue so that they can keep sticking the finger in the eye of the board and the management and the leadership of this community. Don't buy into it. That's my podcast. I'm Kelly. That's all you need to know.